Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave. I'm here with Amy and this is our Banzuke episode for the upcoming May Basho taking place in Tokyo, Japan. Sumo, it's only two weeks away now. Yeah, it comes at you quick, doesn't it? You're sort of getting about your business and then all of a sudden it's the Banzuke and then very quickly gets to the start of the Basho. It's in Tokyo. Back in the Kokugikan, you have to think that it would be almost full capacity coming into this one. We normally hear news about the capacity or intended capacity in the days leading up. So I'm not so sure what's going on. We're still seeing reduced capacity. Certainly we did last time. But won't that be a day? Yes. A packed Kokugikan, yes. people on the booze. Screaming on the outside. Screaming on the outside. They're doing such a good job of keeping it in. I really think, I mean... They're good with rules. They're told not to do it and they don't. There's an occasional baby crying in the the softness of the overall, the hush of the kokugikan, but I can't wait till I can hear the screams again. Some of the conversations that I've heard about a post-COVID world is that sometimes it's not constructive to try to go, let's get life back to the way it was, oh, yeah. but rather let's think about how life is. Now, are we dreaming too hard to say we can get sumo back to 2019 yeah. days where people are shouting? <laughs> you raised or, a huge point here, very or, big one. Or is this something from the past? Um, I would love to see it, obviously. Yeah, it's it's a far greater point than just screaming in the Kokugikan, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I think my mind's gone a little bit outside on that one and everything that's going to change and I'm getting sad. And yeah. if I never see screaming here, screaming again, I'm going to be sad. Yeah. And look, once they get people back on the drinks, I think the screaming will come naturally. Yeah, that's right. I mean, there's no way that we can predict what's going to happen, but uh, next time we're back and we are thinking of possibly going back in September, mm. could happen. Um, we're not sure if Japan's going to open. <laughs> we had tickets to go, actually. We'd be away right now almost, but uh, we couldn't go. We couldn't. Anyway. Well, let's jump into the Banzuke. It was yeah. released this morning. We didn't do our customary guess the Banzuke this time, <laughs> did we? We've been really lazy on that, actually, in between just uh, more doing music and, and work stuff. Mm. So we're coming into this fresh. I actually, there's a thing to be said for that as well, because every moment is exciting and everything you discover about Haru Basho is like a revelation again. Ah. I mean, my, my memory's okay, but it's not, it gets worse every single day. And to think <laughs> back to Haru, day 15 yeah. of Haru was absolutely huge. Yeah. There was so much on the line and not just for the U show. And we've just had the joy today of rediscovering all of that. <laughs> That's how we like to do it. Well, let's start at the top of the Banzuke. We have, of course, Yokozuna Terunofuji, who left us last time with injury after dropping, uh, it would have been two losses. And mm. I think that third loss there would have been his um, Fusen, whatever you call it? Fusen show? Fusen, Fusen high. <laughs> Fusen pie? Fusen, Fusen pie, pie, maybe. I think. Yep. Yep. So yeah, he... He won three, but then just started to lose after that. He looked okay at the start, right at the start. We thought, oh, he's back. He's all right. He's had a reoccurrence of the knee injury and the heel is still a bit of a problem. And then there was the COVID in the middle of it. Mm. So apparently now he's training. We'll speak more about that in our pre-basho episode, but he is training against Sekitori. He's doing Batsugari. He's doing things to strengthen his body. He's not just kind of sitting around and waiting for things to heal, which I should say you should do if you need to do it, but he he's he's going to show up. Yeah, good to hear. Oh, I think everyone has their fingers crossed that we see a powerful Yokozuna going around this time. Let's move on to the Ozeki. Yeah, so Mitakuyumi, he's made his way up from um, Ozeki 2 West to Ozeki 1 East, so he's trumped the other two, jumped over the top of them, and he is now up the top of the Ozeki bunch. I never put too much stead in, in which number Ozeki people are, although I feel they've got the order exactly right this time <laughs> no, around. I think so. <laughs> I, think it's a, I think it's a sign of their confidence in him. I think it's, it's a sign of his form last time. He went 11-4 and he did, he did pretty well. There are a few stumbles along the way, but, um, yeah, to move up there is a good sign for him. I would say that was a powerful uh, effort from him. An 11-4 on his uh, Shin Ozeki appearance yes. is nothing to be... Sneezed at? What do you say? Sniffed at? I think it's sneezed. <laughs> Nothing to be 
sneezed at. Well, you shouldn't yeah. be sneezing. Why are you sneezing at it? No, you shouldn't Why be sneezing. Why would you sneeze at it? You're just like, oh, me take me when eleven four, and you're like, achoo. And you go, get out of my house. It's like some something dirty in your nose or something that's making you sneeze. So he lost to Kiribayama, Hokuto Fuji, Takiyasu, uh, crucially, and uh, Kodonawaka. So, mm. you know, Kodonawaka and Takiyasu especially in form. Hokuto Fuji... You know, they've well, got a bit of a troubled past. They, they do. I think it's always 50-50 when they match up. And Kiribayami, you never know, do you? No, you don't. Now, one of the big stories of March was Short Eye. Oh. And we saw him in probably one of the most thrilling ways retain his Ozeki status. Finishes on 9-6. It was an incredible display. How many losses was it at the start for him? I think he might have dropped six. Oh, yeah, there were so many at the start. I think he got one win, but then there were... Uh, yeah, then in, it was a disaster. A whole heap. No, four losses to start off with, you're right. Yeah. Then um, one win and then another loss. So that's when, you know, I'm ashamed to say yeah. I said he should drop out, which... Um, I regret the most of anything I've said in my whole life <laughs> and I've said a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, look, we, we did, but we had his best interests at heart. Yes. What he showed us, that he showed us that dreams are real. Yep. And to never give up on short eye. And to listen to your, or not oh, listen to your body. And build up slowly. Yep. Well, I wonder whether he'll bring that same approach in. We'll, we'll keep an eye out on the papers in the next couple of weeks and bring you that info yeah. in our pre-basho episode. But he's Ozeki. No Kataban. He can have some fun this time. Yeah, so it was day 14 against Takiyasu that he got that eighth win that he got his Kachikoshi. Takiyasu had come into that bout on 12-1 with, you know, the Yusho firmly in his sights and Shodai suddenly just mm. uh, took him to the edge and uh, it was all over and there was a lot of screaming going on there on the outside. <laughs> We're allowed to scream on the outside in our homes. Absolutely. That's all right. And so, yeah, that was that was his... Um, his kachikoshi, and then he got that that one more win on day fifteen. Unbelievable uh, against yeah. Wakataka Kage. This is one of the funny things about sumo. You look at nine six; it tells you nothing about yes. the drama, does yeah. it? That's a good score, nine yeah. six. The stats tell us a lot, and in sumo, there's a lot of looking at the stats. There's a lot of going back into the sumo DV database that doesn't update their banzuke quickly enough. <laughs> no, thank you very much for the gift that you give us. Uh, a lot of going back and looking at the numbers, but you're right. It doesn't. It's not the same without the story. They need to run parallel and yeah. to remember those. The story of that Kachikoshi and the nine six in particular was huge. Takakesho rounds out our Ozeki group uh, eight seven last time. He looked like his confidence is returning. I think so. There were some points where it looked like he was going to lose or he might have lost in the in the last little while, and he was able to pull off a win. Did I feel the bare minimum? Yeah. Well, he, he lost uh, the last four days in a row. I felt I felt he checked out after yeah. he got his kachikoshi. And I don't, I don't blame him. I, he needs the rest, but you could see the fire just leave his body after he got that eighth win. <laughs> he got it against Kodonawaka, so that mm. was a good win. He got into a position where maybe, as I said before, he might have lost it from there, but uh, but he pulled it off, got back in position. Positioning so important for Takakesho. And we did see some emotion from him afterwards. He did the little Takakesho lip bite to show that it really did mean a lot to him. But then he went on to lose against Shodai Takayasu, Wakatakakage and Mitakumi. Some good names there, though. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> if you're going to lose to anyone, I mean, I guess it should be Absolutely. those guys. He also lost to Hoshoryu, Ichinojo, and Endo. Okay. Oh, let's yeah. forget Bit of a ones. problem. Yeah. Well, that's it for the Ozekis. Let's move on to our first Sekiwake, current Yusho holder, Wakataka Kage. What can you say that hasn't already been said about a stellar performance, 12-3, Yusho, and the Ginosho, the Technique Prize? Yeah. We were reflecting on March, actually, after... We put out the final episode and with all the emotion of Takiyasu not winning, <laughs> I feel like I didn't give, and I'll speak for myself here, I can't remember exactly what you said, I'm sure it was perfect, but I didn't give Wakataka Kage enough props. I don't think we mentioned Wakataka Kage I'm now. I'm not sure I said his name day once. 50. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just as an Too opponent. Long. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I talked about Takiyasu getting ready, I talked about him coming in, I talked about his hopes and dreams. Mm. Congratulations, an official sumo mainichi. Congratulations. Way too far later, but we're giving it anyway to yeah. Wakataka Kage. Huge thing. Uh, obviously retains that Sekiwake mm. position. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, 
I think all eyes will be on, uh, on him uh, this time around. Can he back it up? Can he be competitive? Yep. I think it's uh, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, last time he got to Komasubi, he dropped out um, terribly, but it does it seem feels like different. This, is, this is totally different. His body's different, his sumo's different, and his, his sort of stamina and his mind are set on the prize. The other Sekiwake is Abi, who retains his position after 8-7, but this was a little bit touch and go, wasn't it? Yeah, he got his eighth <laughs> win on day 15 against Takiyasu. So this was the day when both Takiyasu and Wakataka Kage lost to force themselves into a playoff. So Wakataka Kage lost against Shodai. Anyway, the point here is that Abi won. Took himself into day 15 on 7 and 7, Nanashaw Nanahai, and he pulled it off. We, we spoke uh, many, many times last Basho about how good the programming was. And this day 15 matchup between Abi and Takiyasu yeah. just epitomised that. They both had so much to fight for. Abi, you know, if he'd fallen, it might have been a long way back to Sekiwake for him. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely true because we were starting to see signs that people were getting a little bit of a... A read. Of the, a read yeah. of it, that's right. Yeah. Um, and working out a way to get the arms away and from there it was fairly easy to win against him. I mean, he, he will talk about his backup plans as well and what he was doing to try to win from there. But there's not a whole lot and people were starting to, his opponents were starting to get that. So I think you're absolutely right. It was a crucial, a much-needed stay at Sekiwake. That's a M-N-S-S <laughs> for RB here. Um, there's a question that I need to ask. Is Wakataka Kage on an Ozeki run? Uh, <laughs> we love to go for it early. I think there's a few factors at play here. One is probably that there are still three Ozeki. So Takakesha and Shodai didn't go Kataban, so they're not fighting for their Ozeki status again. So we're pretty full up in the Ozeki. This is not about the run. This is just a bit of... But you, you could have... Eight Ozeki if everyone has earned their well, way there. could you? Could we? I think it does come into play a little bit with how desperate they are to, like they were really keen to put Mitakumi up. He deserved it. Well, he, he deserved got the wins. It. No, I'm not saying he didn't, yeah. but um, they were looking for a really strong Ozeki up there. Now it looks like they, they might have that and they might almost have two, if not three of them. And by the two, I mean Mitakumi and Shoto. But look, let's say Wakatake... Wakataka Kage does 10 this time, 11 next time. You've got 33 wins at Sekiwake. Yeah. One of those being a U show. He'd be hard to de deny it is, from there. It does depend where you start from. So I don't think you can start a an Ozeki run from like down the. No, it was harder. Yeah. So he started, if we call that 9 6 the start, that was Magashira oh, 1. I'm not interested there. Oh, this is number. Yep, this is so the start. This is this number, is number two. one. Number. Oh, we're coming up to number two. Was, yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, then, yes, absolutely. If he got another U show, oh, I mean, they might do it. Do it early. Then you could take the nine, <laughs> the nine, the 12, and something else really high, plus two U show in a row. Yeah, I think you'd have to with two U show in a row. They couldn't deny him there, could they? Well, Wakataka Kage has famously been denied promotions before. Yeah, so right. I don't know what's going on uh, behind the uh, curtain there. He does seem very popular at the moment. He is a bit of a, you know, oh, the man of the hour, great story. Certainly is. Um, he's from the region around where. Um, the tsunami hit. Is yes. that right? Uh, that's right, yes. Yeah. And so there's, you know, there's a story of his family and how he's, mm. you know, achieved and all of that. And so even though there are the three strong Ozeki, which I do think you have to take into account that what's happening up there. Sorry, I knocked over a cup. Um, there was nothing in it. Good news. Um, you also have to take into account that there's only one Yokozuna and that he's in well, they need a, a bit of trouble. Yeah, they need a, a fertile breeding ground for the next Yokozuna. Yeah, so maybe you're actually not thinking about Wakataka Kage as Ozeki. You're thinking of that as a stepping stone for oh. him to pop up to Yokozuna. You said that, I didn't. Let's move on to the Komasubi rank. Hoshoryu retained his Komasubi spot in very, very uh, exciting fashion, but made us wait. Yeah, his eighth win on day 15. Just that day 15. Oh. I'm just like reliving it in my mind. It's bringing a lot of joy. Huge day for him to stay in Sanyaku. Um, yeah, 8-7 and uh, Komasubi it is for Hoshori for, is he on an Ozeki run? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Daisho is our other Komasubi fighting his way up from Maegashira 1 with an 8-7. 
fairly workmanlike effort from Daesho this time around. But he also got his kachikoshi on day 15. Oh, did he really? Yeah. He did too. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no wonder we had to undergo hypnotherapy to bring out these yeah. memories of day 15. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much, too much. Daesho, he's been at uh, Sanyaku before. Yeah, he- this is his seventh Basho yeah, right. in Sanyaku. He's dropped out quite a few times. So he's managed four returns after reaching Komasubi for the first time in January 2020. So what that says to me is that he doesn't always stay there for that long. So some of those returns are only one Some Basho. Are. Sometimes well, the it's longest, two. The longest run he's had is three. Three, okay. At Komasubi, yep. with that third one being uh, Makakoshi where he dropped out. Mm-hmm. He's been bouncing, when he's not in Sanyaku, he's been bouncing around between M4 and M1. Um, let's see what happens here. Let's move in to the uh, rank and file. I really hate that term. Yeah. yeah. I don't like it. It's like like the business, like the salary men. Yeah. I don't love that either. No. There's nothing ordinary about these names. Yeah, yeah. Every, every human being is special. <laughs> Certainly. Wow. Takiyasu has risen from uh, Maegashira 7 uh, up to M1 with that 12-3 performance. Oh. And again, you look at those numbers and you go, they're good numbers. Yeah. But there's so much heartbreak, yeah. so much uh, missed potential there, I'd say. Will we ever see him win a Yushou? Well, my real worry now is that Magashira 1 is an uh. awful place to be. And mm. it's especially an awful place to mount a Yushou yeah, attempt from. Yeah, exactly right. There's pressure on from day one. There's pressure on from this Banzuke coming out now because yep. he knows he wasn't going to go to Komasubi. There's no spots there for him, um, and that's the same case for um, Ichinojo also at Magashira 1. And now he has to just start grinding. Yeah. This is the real test. One. This yep. is a real test for him at Magashira 1. On the other side, though, Ichinojo hmm. went 9-6 yeah. from Magashira 2. Yep. Up he goes. He's been at uh, Magashira 2 for a little while now, and he's made it. Up to Magashira 1. Again, I think that with a 9-6 at Magashira 2, you could, yeah. you know, in a on a good basho, on a good banzuke, you could make it up to Komasubi, but there's just no spots for him at the moment. Well, if Hoshoryu had have lost on that last day, yep. probably he would have gone up. Yeah, it was very tight around there, wasn't it? <laughs> it certainly was. Uh, the Magashira 2 position, let's move on there. Kirabiyama. He raises up two spots from Magashira 4 with a very, very good 10-5 record. Bit unlucky there. Yeah, yeah. Again, this is this congestion around this area. Sometimes it's hard to find people for Magashira 1, Magashira 2 when everybody up the top does badly. (laughs) Um, This can be a real wasteland in the Banzuke, some spots that are very hard to fill. But here they've been able to, like it's almost too full <laughs> with this Banzuke and uh, Kirabiyama, he was forced to, we've seen him um, not get promoted as well. He suffers from a bit of the Wakataka Kage sometimes in not being able to be promoted as high as he would perhaps deserve. But here he is at Magashira 2 and his buddy is Kodunawaka. Yes. Uh, another Rikishi who saw a modest bump. After a, a sensational effort last time, he went 11 and 4 at Maegashira 6. This is his highest rank now? Yeah. Yep. 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 Previously three or yeah. something like that. I mean, I, I'm guessing that. I haven't checked. No, I think I looked before. I think it's three. Great. I think it was three. <laughs> it feels like the three highest rank. Three or four rank. or so. Oh, it's definitely his highest rank. Yep. 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 He's got three Kantosho, three uh, Fighting Spirit prizes in the last five Basho. That's not bad. You cannot argue with that. For the big fella. Huge, huge stuff. Interesting to see how he'll go fighting uh, Sanyaku in the first week. He had some really good wins in March, but he had some some losses where he was really stuck against the big guys, against the Joy and the Sanyaku. He had some, not surprising, definitely not surprising because he's he's up there and yeah. he's fighting really well, but some some crucial ones that he'll be looking to watch the tapes of and see <laughs> how he can do better next time, I think. I mean, only four of them, but, you know. So much to learn yep. from those four. <laughs> sure. Maegashira 3, we had Hokuto Fuji, uh, who is moving up from Maegashira 6, so a three-spot rise for him. 9-6 included... Uh, Two wins that are notable, Abi and Mitakumi. Mm-hmm. For a Maegashira 6, that's a pretty good effort, I reckon. Yeah, he's looking much better now, Hokuto Fuji. I think he is on the rise again. Um, still losing where perhaps he shouldn't, but he's looking better than 
his form when he dropped down the Banzuke. His scores have always been... He's been consistent down there, but we would expect someone with that experience and technique to do a lot better where he has been. I thought he might blast back, exactly. I thought he might come back quicker, but the last few, I mean, when he dropped down, he dropped from Micah 2 to 12 when he pulled out, and then went 11 and 4. So that was when I thought, well, obviously he'll, you know, he'll really come back. And then he went 6-9, which was a surprise, and then the Mm. 9-6. So I just thought that 11-4 form would continue and he'd be sort of up. Micah Shearer one or two really yeah. quickly. Well, now at Micah Shearer three, I feel this is where he should be yep. fighting. So yep. good on you, Hokuto Fuji. On the other side of Micah Shearer three, we have Tamawashi, who is slipping down one place from Micah Shearer two with a seven and eight performance. Yeah, came into day 15, another one. Oh, Nanashou Nanahai, and he lost against Endo. Um, Endo ending up, he's, he's next at Magashira 4, pulling off an 8-7. So those guys both coming into day 15 <laughs> on 7-7. Seven, seven. There's a little bit more to at stake here, a little bit more to play for, and Tamawashi lost. His, his form looked okay. When he looked, when he's strong, he just looks so strong. You know, he just runs straight over the top of his opponents, and we did see that in March. Totally. So that's a good sign. He's not losing it, in inverted commas. You know, he's, he's older, yep. but he's still got the strength but whether or not he can keep it up across the um, the five days, I'm not sure. He did get a, a Kimboshi. Did he? He sure did. And he got it against Terunofuji of course. on day five. <laughs> day so five. well done, Tamawashi. The, the day before uh, Terunofuji went out. Yeah, so that was the one that led to the... Yeah, um, he, he cracked it after yep. that. Yeah. Or, or the injury. <laughs> yeah, maybe the cracking it or the injury. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Maigashira 4. You were speaking before about Endo, uh, who picked up his eighth win on the final day of the March Basho, moves from Maigashira 4 East all the way to Maigashira 4 West. Not much to say about that. No. A little bit unlucky not to move up a spot, but that's sumo. On the other side, Takanosho is joining us from Komasubi, where he went 4 and 11. So many questions about this. Yeah, he looked uh, he looked pretty bad. Just couldn't get anything going. He he got the the uh, four wins. So shorter, he beat on day two. Lost on day one to Maysay, which was Maysay's oh, only geez. win yeah. that's coming up. Yep. Um, one against shorter, and then had a run of seven losses. And he picked up a few wins at the end. He he beat Ura, Ishira, fair enough, who'd come back from injury. That's barely now, counted as on. a win. Everyone was beating Ura. Every, that's true, actually. Yeah. Everyone, so Ura <laughs> not counted as a win. Yeah. <laughs> Ishira, Ishira not, not counted, counted as a win. Takara Fuji, you know, mm. he ended up going 6-9. That's barely yeah. counted as a win. So even his mm. wins weren't great. Mm. Something really is is happening here. Looked completely out of sorts. Um he got back to Sekiwake in January. Yeah, I know. I saw that and I was like, I can't remember that. No, that's a really odd thing. Went 7 and 8 mm. and now this 4-11. Yeah. All the best, Takanosho. Let's move on to <laughs> Maigashira 5. Uh, we have Onosho who drops a couple of spots down from Maigashira 3 with a 6 and 9 effort. Not much to say about that. Not a lot of power out of the touchy eye from Onosho at the moment. No, I'm getting Hope. slapped down a bit. Yeah, we're seeing that again. Uh, on the other side of Maigashira 5, we have Tobi Zaru. Yes. A welcome visitor at Maigashira 5 after going 9 and 6 at Maigashira 9. It's a healthy bump. Are you saying a visitor because he, he won't stay here, he'll go back down again? No, well, I said visitor, but I didn't mean it that way. Okay, okay. <laughs> no no uh, slight on No, Tobi absolutely Zaru not. I, I was so impressed with his sumo last time. Yeah, it looked really good. It looked like he was finding different ways to win, which is the way that he gets his success. He had five Makakoshi in a row before this, dropped from his career high of Magashira 2, which was last year in uh, Five May. in a row? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They weren't all awful. No, no, no. And I'm sure. I know there were some seven eights and six yeah. nines in there. Yeah. But I think that really speaks to how positive his sumo is. Yeah. He's never down in the dumps. No, he's not, is he? And he always looks excited when he wins. And it, he looks, you know... Not not excited, but he looks positive when he loses. Yeah. Um, he beat Kiribayama and Ichinojo in the final two days, which mm-hmm. I think is important, fighting from um, where he was at at Magashira 9 to go against some of the high ranks on the last two days and win. Very yep. encouraging. Yep. 
Yep, because Ichinojo, both Ichinojo and Kiribayama ended up with Kachikoshi and yep. uh, Kiribayama in particular, very positive scores. So, yeah, Tobizaru winning five of his last six matches and beating those guys was a very healthy sign for him and I'm looking forward to him uh, coming out strong Me this time too. around. Mike Ashira six on the east side. We have Ura who went four and 11 at Mike Ashira one. Where do we start? Yeah, it's hard to know, isn't it? I feel like we got really used to, really familiar with that look on Ura's face when he loses and mm. he sort of just stops and he just kind of gazes out into yep. the crowd and he goes, where did it all? Yeah. Sort of slumps a little bit and goes, where did it all go wrong? Yep. We saw that. Well, so many times I was going to say, well, 11 times because just couldn't beat people. He found some form at the end with three wins out of the final four days. But, okay. I mean, that's when he dropped down. That's when mm. all of the people who mm. were doing well came up and somebody at, at his rank um, of uh, Maegashira, um, what was he at? You just uh, Maegashira one. one. Yeah, it was fighting down because he was doing so badly. So in those last four days he fought Sadnumi Meisei. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he lost Ishira and um, Okanumi he beat. Yeah. Well, that's very interesting. That really puts those last four days of the Basho in context. I'm trying to look at how he lost. Uh, Oshidashi, look, there was a lot of Oshidashi losses in there. The, I think you would characterise his Basho as him, you know, now that signature touchy eye of his where he's, he waits back, leans in, isn't looking to win. Mm. It's it's looking to, I don't know, to me, like Too he's defensive. trying to, it's defensive. He's looking for a mistake from his opponent. But at this higher rank, people aren't making those fundamental mistakes and he's struggling to find wins. No. And also going down low, we've seen so many Rikishi struggle with that. I mean, Teretsuyoshi is mm. hit and miss with it. Yep. Enho we've seen recently having quite a bit of success with it, it, but he's had to totally rework his it's, it's, form. It's different to the small guys who are yeah. going in low. He's not looking to get the leg. He's not looking to duck left or right. He's just going down and putting the brakes well, on. Well, he used to be looking he for the leg. He used to, yeah, but the era we see now is so, so different. Puts for a better lot of or stress worse. on the knees to go down like that as well. well. He's bending from the hip though. This is oh. the thing. I don't think he's putting himself in a position where he can generate some speed. Mm. I'd love to see him go down low like that. Mm. Anyway, Ura. I'm... Yeah, I'm harsh because I love him. Yeah. Uh, on the other side of my Gashira 6, we have Wakamoto Haru. After a great 9-6 effort last time at my Gashira 9, he's at his highest rank. He is looking so good. You know what it is. It's good, honest oh, sumo. Is it ever? <laughs> 9 and 6, highest rank. Just this guy brings joy to me. Does he bring yeah. joy to you? Oh, I would never throw him out. I think I said it every day last time how much joy he brought me. I'm just interested, interested to see where he hits the wall. Yeah. And I don't mean it's a hard wall, but yep. I think he's going to hit a wall where his sumo relies on strength a lot. He wants to get in close. He wants to try to move his opponents around. Yeah. There's some big boys up here that yeah. he'll be fighting this time around. Well, I was looking how high he fought last time. Yeah. So he peaked out at... Magashira 4, East and West, Kirabiyama and Endo. Okay. He beat both of them. Mm, interesting. So his losses came from down. Then he lost to, after that, to Chiatari at Magashira 12 and Tochinoshin at 15. Oh, God. All right. Well, I can see him struggling against someone like Tochinoshin. But yeah, because they're going body to body. Yeah. Yeah. I and Chiatari yeah. as well, maybe. Although he lost Haruki Kami, so he got a, yeah. got a Chiatari <laughs> special there. Uh, all eyes will be on Wakamoto Haru, especially with his uh, brother up at the Sekiwake there. Yes. Yeah. What's happening in that family? Maegashira 7. Now we have Takara Fuji, who after a very average 6 and 9 at Maegashira 5, drops a couple of spots. Not much to say about that. We'll move on. Because on the other side, we had Kotoeko, who uh, notched up 9 wins and yeah. 6 losses from Maegashira 12, looking like a different ricochet this time around. Looked pretty strong. Got his eighth win, day 13, against Yutakayama. We got to play the song. I feel like that's an early uh, kachikoshi for him, yeah. day 13. Yeah. Well, he often makes us wait until day 15 and then loses. Yeah, so. yeah, that's right, that's right. Maegashira 8 next. Uh, Shimano Umi is on the east side. He went 8 and 7 at Maegashira 10, got a healthy bump up of a couple of spots. Uh, it's not bad from that effort. His sumo, I'm still trying to find where it's at yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Shimonumi, he can, 
he can really blast out and move really quickly or he can kind of do nothing Yeah, for me. And I, obviously I don't mean nothing. It just doesn't look like he mounts much of a opposition. Yep. Um, but when he does come out looking good, and he has done that in the last recent memory, you know, he's got a couple of great scores. Yes, he certainly has. Where he looks unbeatable almost. Um, but he just needs to channel that uh, those that fast footwork yeah, perhaps totally, is the key for him. Totally. Mm. On the other side of Maegashira 8, we have well, another Rikishi who has got a healthy bump off an 8-7. It's Teretsuyoshi. Both these guys. Both these guys did so well. So Shimanumi at Maegashira 10 East goes to 8 East. Teretsuyoshi at Maegashira 11 West goes to 8 West, both of them with 8 and 7. So Teretsuyoshi goes up a full position more than Shimanumi yeah. with the same score. At a I lower think, rank. Yeah, I think the Banzuke disaster position might have been around here. That's yes. what that's suggesting to me. Yeah, yeah. We, we've done enough of them that we can see this and go, oh, that was a bit We don't even have to there. do it anymore. I know that these two positions were difficult ones. <laughs> I suspect that the when I read out the next ones at Magashira 9... We'll definitely know that this was a tricky part of the Banzuke to get right. Because on one side, we have Kota Shoho, who uh, from Maegashira 14, 9-6, mm-hmm. rises five spots to Maegashira 9. On the other side, Tochinoshin, 9-6 at M15. Yep. It's almost a mirror. Here's your gift. Here's your beautiful gift. Exactly. Going up one position more than the guy on the other side. Yeah. Exactly. And yep. big bumps for those scores. Oh, this would be a big relief to Tochinoshin. Yeah. He's been languishing around that M15, 14, 15, 16 for a little while now. And now to be back, Maegashira 9, I'd, I'd almost classify that middle of the pack. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, he had seven Makakoshi in a row. Yikes. Seven whole Makakoshi. Um, it meant, I think he got a little bit of luck. I mean, he got luck this time around, but I think he had a little bit of luck the whole time. Um, the Banzuke gods are smiling on him because he only dropped from Magashira 4 to 15 in that whole time and now there's this big uh, bounce back to 9. So um, I think he said before he was 15 middle of the pack, 9 middle of the pack. Oh, 9's middle yeah, of the yeah, pack, yeah. 15 bottom of the pack. Yeah. <laughs> and Shoho, yeah, really solid showing from him after his Jirio Yusho in January. Maegashira 10 now. Okunumi uh, went 5-10 at Maegashira 7, finds himself slipping down three places. On the other side of Maegashira 10, Nishikigi, who has come up from Maegashira 16 with a 9-6. <laughs> I thought that 9-6 was good. Yeah. I thought his return to Makuchi was good. I don't think it was going up six spots good. Not quite this good. They've, yeah, this... This absolutely cements it if the other one hadn't before the previous rank. But this this area must have been very hard to fill. And so there's a lot of over-promotions. Usually those over-promotions will happen up the top and they'll really reward people who are high already and doing well. But mm. here they've obviously had to uh, promote some of the lower guys. It's his highest rank since May 2019 yeah. for Sumo looking good. The strength has returned. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him uh, uh, cement his spot in the top division. Maegashira 11 next. Aoyama uh, gets, well, a one spot drop after going seven and eight from Maegashira 10. On the other side of Maegashira 11, Chiyoshoma, who mm. went five and 10, drops from Maegashira 8 down to 11. Yeah, I think he... Won some fans maybe or uh, swayed some people's... He swayed me. ...opinion towards him last time when he did seem to be doing quite a bit of honest forward sumo. I mean, still dancing around a lot. That's how he likes to do it. He's still quick. Did he do a single hanker? Did he do a single one? I feel like he did one. Yeah, I think he did one. I feel like one is seared in my memory. Yeah. But then early on, wasn't it? And then he came back from that and just met, no. met forward every day. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, Hank is one of those things that's very hard to track in the stats. But I do remember us uh, begging him to do one. Yes. The percentages. Yeah. The percentages oh, right. of whether he'd, uh, watch. he'd do it every day. But he didn't. But it didn't work for him. Maybe he should do more because he went 5'10". Next at uh, Magashira 12, we have Miyogiryu. He went seven and eight at Magashira 11, and that's a more normal movement for a, a seven and eight. He's just dropped down one place there. And Sadano Umi, he went five and ten. That's not us- usual for him, is it? He looked a little off, didn't he? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. I, I actually went to Sumo DB to say, just to have a look at the trend. He's had a hard time of it recently. Yeah, right. I think um, it's, it's definitely been a downward trend. 
He yep. had, has got a kachikoshi here and there, but let's hope he's in better form How this time around. How old is he? I'm going to guess. Okay. 30, I reckon he's in his early 30s. He's like 31 or 32. I want to say 34. Okay. Do you want to look it up? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you were doing it while I was guessing. I definitely can. He is. Or is, can I just put something forward? Is he younger than we think because he's been around forever and he might have just started young? Okay. Could I rev- review mine? Oh, yep. 33. He's 34. <laughs> 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 you, you really did oh, a lot of work in the mind that it. you didn't need I to do have there. It. Okay. He was born on May 11. So his birthday's coming up. His 35th birthday is coming up. Oh, it's uh, Mitoria's birthday today. So we'd oh. like to send out a happy birthday to him. Happy birthday. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he'll be turning 35. So I don't know. Like, do, is that playing into it? Everybody can't be a Tamawashi and a Kyokutenho and mm. do really well at the end of their careers. He's still in the top rank of sumo. Yes. Yes. That's all right. Let's move on to Maegashira 13 position now. Chiyotaryu slips down one spot from Maegashira 12 with a seven and eight Makakoshi record. But on the other side, this is the big story. I think Meisei, who had an absolute disastrous basho, mm. going one and 14 from Maegashira 3. Yeah. Something must have been up there. He must have been unable to generate any power or... It was one of those things, beat Takanosho on day one, as you said yeah. earlier. Yeah. And then uh, we, we didn't hear anything about an injury. He looked like he was doing sumo out there, but just there was no power, no resistance, uh, and the scoreline shows. We've spoken a lot about the Meisei chaos. So sometimes he just pulls off a win from, this sounds bad, but going out there and flailing around, it's its obviously controlled flailing. Yeah. <laughs> but he can often overwhelm his opponent in that that style and that manner. And it kind of looked like he was doing that, but it never worked. Yeah. And so I have to think it was the footwork and the power that wasn't there. Yep. Because the appearance was, but it never happened. Yeah, it wasn't quite that the pace that he needs. Yeah. But it, when he wins, he mixes that with control and neither of those things were present uh, back in March. It's really hard when you don't hear anything, any reports about them because, you know, with footy or cricket or whatever, you, somebody, you know, steps on a bee and you hear about it. But you also speak the native language that that's, that that's true, that's transmitted. True. That's true, that's true. I'm sure Maysay's TikTok probably has all the answers we need. That's right. Mm. Yeah. Just endless lives, just where he <laughs> waxes lyrical about his injuries. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Maegashira 14. We have Oho, who went 10 and 5 at Jury 01. Yes, yes. Oho, he's looking better. He's winning some of those ones that previously he was sort of wussing out of a little bit and not able to find that power. He, he's been in uh, Makuchi before in January. He came up to Magashira 18, which means that this at Magashira 14 is by far his highest mm. rank. He did play with all of our hearts by losing the last five days and going back to Jurio. But to me, he looks different now. Well, I completely agree. There was so much media attention, so much pressure on his Makuchi debut. I think this is nice for him to slip into M14 yeah. here. Expectations aren't very high. It almost, there's no way it can go as badly. Like he got all of the, I know why. That's right. Why did you say that? Sorry. Let's make oh, note oh. of that. <laughs> That's, there's a million ways yeah. it could go worse. Seven and eight's not too bad. No. What I meant by that, no, let I me agree. try and explain, is yep. that um, popping up and then going straight back down yep. and doing it in that really dramatic fashion mm. at the end where he's just like, one more win it. Everyone's like, don't worry about it. Yeah, just one yeah, more, yeah, just yeah. one more. It's cool. This guy sucks. You'll be able to, you know, beat him definitely. And then he keeps losing, I guess. That must have been so much, in terms of the pressure, perhaps it can't be worse. No. Until he goes. Completely <laughs> agree. But let's. Until he goes 1-7. Let's keep an eye on that. On the other side of Maegashira 14, we have Yutaki Yama, who unfortunately uh, went 7 and 8 from Maegashira 14, but retains that rank of Maegashira 14, shuffles over to the west side. It's always so close with Yutaki Yama. It's hard to be a Yutaki Yama fan, but I'm, I'm not fair weather. I'm still with him. It's his third Makakoshi in a row, and he's Isn't really it? been just occupying those M13, M14 mm. now positions after returning from Jurio. So he went down, came back, and he's just stuck here, hard stuck. He is hard. 14. He, he is exactly hard stuck there. It feels like 
maybe this is his ceiling. Yeah. His highest rank is Magashira 1. He got there in July 2020 um, and then pulled out. And then so from then on, injury issues, I think, and COVID was um, ongoing. Was that the Martini Basho? Because I have no memory of that. <laughs> there was one Basho where we 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 decided, because we've been in lockdown for a yeah. while, that we're going to learn how to make martinis. Yeah. And we, got, we bought some martini glasses yeah. and we got olives and... Yeah, I don't have great recollection of no, that, that basho. Because what we learned from that basho is that it's great to have one martini, <laughs> but you should not ever have two martinis. But the problem is, after you've had one martini, you think the best idea in the world is to have a second martini. It's the only thing you want. It's the only thing you want. You're yep. like, that was refreshing. Yep. And then by about six of yep. the day of Durio, <laughs> you've had two martinis and you cannot remember the rest of the basho. Yeah. Responsible drinking, everyone. <laughs> All right, let's move on. We're Australians, to, we love it. To Magashira 15. We have Azamariu. He is back from Jurio 2. He went 10 and 5 there. Has been looking in very, very nice form. Yeah, so Azamariu, he has been 11 basho in Jurio now. And before that, there was only one little one back in Makuchi and he was back in Jurio before that. So he's really, I, I was wondering whether he would ever get back to Makuchi again because he's older as well. He is older, but his sumo has been on the rise very, yeah. very gradually over the last six Agreed. months. Completely deserves to be back in the top division. He looks really strong when he wins. He's a yeah. big, strong guy. He, you're right. He's tall. He's strong. He can be quite fast. I think he's got a great sumo head on his shoulders. Yep. Is this his time? <laughs> it's his time. Oh, goodness. Well, now I want to know exactly how old he is. I think he's um, 35. Okay, I'm going to lock in 34. He's 34, but his birthday is on May the 12th, one day after Sadanumi's. Joint birthday party. Joint birthday party, turning both turning 35. 35. Let's do it. Oh, good boys. On the other side of my Gashira 15, <laughs> Ichi Yamamoto, who went eight and seven. At Maegashira 17. Big oh. win on the last day for him. Really came down to it, didn't it? Day 15, he had to beat Jurio visitor Hidnumi to get his Kachikoshi and to stay in uh, Makuchi. And he did that somehow and looked very relieved about he's, it. Um, he's not really looking like he's going to shoot up the Banzuke anytime soon, is no. he? Ichiyamamoto. No, no. He... Is someone like, I kind of feel like he's like a downgraded Arby a little bit with the arms. He just loves to push, but people sussed him out way too yeah, early. Yeah, it's, ne it's never as clean or as fast as yeah. Arby. Um, but I agree. I think their style is very, very similar. Let's move on. Maegashira 16, Ishiura. Now, he had a hard time of it back yeah, at Maegashira 5. he had terrible injury where he um, stopped he was pushed off the dojo, but he twinged a nerve in nerve his neck in his or something neck, and he yeah. just sort of stopped. He was picked up and taken out, mm. I think, and just sort of stopped moving a little bit, which is always just so awful to see. Um, he was out for six days yep. and he came back on day 11, but he lost four of the last five. Hugely mm. disappointing. He was fighting at his highest rank at Maegashira 5 and I was just so impressed with the sumo that he showed to get himself there. Now he's got to start again. Yeah, and they they didn't put him in the middle in all of those spots that they could have put him to not give him too much of a drop because of injury. There were all those bits in the middle that we saw where people were over-promoted. They just sidestepped all of that with Ishira and took mm. him straight down to Magashira 16. Do you think that's a bit unfair? No, it feels a bit mean-spirited to me. Yeah. I think if you've, if you've shown the courage to come back, yeah. if you've ignored medical advice and yes. come back... <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, this feels like he's punished. I know they look at a two wins, seven losses, six days off as effectively 213. I look at it as two and seven. Yeah. Yep. There are other people there who lost um, seven bouts. No, they went down one spot. Yeah, exactly. He he just got like almost yeah. Makakoshi. He didn't even get almost Makakoshi. Almost didn't get eight losses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I, I felt this was a little bit harsh. I, I thought that maybe they would um, give him a little bit more. Yeah, be a bit easy. And it's funny you say that. There were some spots he could have taken. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But as we didn't do Guess the Bands, okay, maybe that would have shaken everything up too much, but I don't reckon. Just shuffle everyone down a bit. The great thing is because we didn't do it, we can have these opinions. Oh, and boy, will we. <laughs>
Midori Fuji <laughs> is on the other side of Magashira 16. Now, this makes me absolutely grin from ear to ear because Midori Fuji, what a freaking legend. From Jury 06, he went 12 and 3 and yeah. didn't win the Yusho somehow. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> we did, remember? Remember? We did, I yeah. had to remind ourselves of that. He, amongst those 12 wins, four of the signature Katasukashis, and there were a few interesting techniques, including the Hansoku win because Tohakuryu pulled his hair. Some people mm. see this as a non-technique. I see it. Midori Fuji had to put his hair yeah. in the right place at the right time. It's not a the passive guy's a win. Genius. It's an active win. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Midori Fuji, he's, um, for me, he's a really lovable guy and um, I really enjoy watching his sumo. And I didn't enjoy seeing um, the maybe the results of the back injury, but it just perpetuated for too long. Oh, it was just it? kind of crap for too long and yep. I really was looking for that form to be retained because I was excited when he got to Makuchi and it's so great to see him back, even if it's only at Maegashira 16. Let's move on to the final rank. Maegashira 17, we have Korokuzan who uh, went 7 and 8 at Maegashira 16. He's lucky to be hanging around still, as is Kagiaki, who went 7 and 8 at Maegashira 17. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he was at East and he's gone to West, so there's that, but still very, very lucky for Kagiaki. It's his, his big break. Well, Kagiaki's famously been treated very, very kindly in the Bansuke. Yeah. Somebody just loves yeah, him. Yeah, love him. Sure, we could find out who that somebody is if we looked close enough, but there were no more, there was no one else in Jurio who um, could really or should yeah. really have come up. And I think that definitely played into his favour. Yep. There was no, they they put Midori Fuji up from Jury 06. There was no one above him with a better score and everybody below was, you know, low enough not to say, well, they should default to going into Makuchi. So, yeah, Kagiyaki just uh, lucks out once again. Come we on, could mate. Really make him into a lucky charm, yeah. I think. <laughs> take little pieces of his skin and put them in a little... Uh, gross. <laughs> well, we had a quick look at the Juryo Banzuke. We saw Chimaru. Um, he's yep. he fell from Magashira thirteen with a five ten. Chinakuni. Now this was another one. He went five mm. wins, six losses, four days off at Magashira thirteen. Yeah, injuries plaguing his career. Yep. Still, he went Kujo on day seven, returned on day twelve, but then went one and three when he came back. Yeah, are you? You're upset about this? Oh, uh, yeah. I, uh, I wonder. I think the injuries have caught up to him and I think we were very lucky to see him return and thrill uh, crowds back at Makuchi, but the injuries are too much. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. he might be one of those guys and across all sports you see this that you just can't, there's no time to recover and there's no, the injuries are, are bad enough and, yeah. and many enough, you know, numerous enough yeah. that, Something else goes when just when you start feel better, feeling better in one area. Yeah, exactly. You just can't get back. You just yeah. can't pull it off, which is oh, I'm okay. That's, such a shame. You know, it's the march of time oh, that yes. happens. I'm trying to be philosophical about yeah. it because I'm so sad. Oh, you're trying very hard. You're doing well. Now, Akua, he went 4 and 11 at Maegashira 15 in not a very good display no, of got, sumo. We got sick of him, <laughs> Akua, a bit. I think he should be down in... Jurio for a little while. Please well, just, I don't want to watch you as much. And you'll, <laughs> you'll, so harsh. you'll know, love the guy. We haven't told you what rank uh, he is in Jurio. And I just went to Sumo DB just to check it up and it's crashed. So well, it's can, not up on Sumo DB, I don't think. Oh, you, uh, oh that's true. Yeah, Maybe so look, I can have a look what rank he is on the other one. But while you do that, Akua needs this time down here. Yeah. He needs to be humbled. I think he needs a bad basho at Jurio. I think he needs to go way back down and find a way to fight back up. Yeah. Because what we're seeing, it's there's just nothing consistent about it. He's throwing out techniques. He's not particularly good at landing. And insisting on them. Just yeah. will not stop trying the, the same well, thing. Well, is it the kakanage? He keeps trying. Yeah. And yeah. The thigh sweep. Yeah. Leg sweep. No good. Um, he's at Jurio 4. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Ryudin. He's at Jurio 3 after his 13-2 Yusho win from Jurio 13. He's knocking on the door now of a Makuchi return. He absolutely is. And Enho put in a sensational 10-5 at Jurio, uh, Jurio 11. 
and all they could find for him was a spot at Jurio 7. Absolutely scraped the bottom of the Banzuke God's offerings. (laughs) There must have been a way he could have gone to Jurio 6 at least. I mean, he really deserved that, I thought. The upside to this is that Jurio 7, if you won, you could get up there. I don't think... That's really you, at play. Are you predicting a Yusho win here? Yeah, maybe. From Hano. <laughs> well, the, the real upside to it is that his sumo was looking heaps better and he was winning from um, going low from a variety of techniques and looking looking quite powerful and finding good timing to well, flip people. It was so. the Anho that we're used to seeing. Yeah. And I think at the start of that Bashar, I do remember saying, well, this is it for Anho. He's a Jurio Rikishi yeah. from now on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we love to make those pronouncements. <laughs> Thanks for putting yourself in that. I, I said that. <laughs> you stayed quiet, which was wise. Uh, we've got some people, uh, a couple of Rikishi coming up from uh, Makushta. We have Chio Arashi. He is from Kokonoibaya. Yep, stable of all the Chios. Yep. We've seen him in Jurio before. Yes. Yep, he made his debut back in uh, 2011. Um, and the last time he was in Juria was January of this year where he went six and nine and dropped back out again. This time around he went four and three at Makushta one, so that's an automatic. It's hardly great form, I would say, at that no. point. Although the top of Makushta is stacked at the moment. So I guess to get a Kachikoshi at this yeah. point is is quite an achievement. It's Yeah, two both Rikishi promoted were four, three. Mm. It's very competitive there at the moment. Uh, Tochimaru was the other one. He's from Kasugane Bea. He's He shares that stable with Aoyama and Tochinoshin. Like I said, four, three there. This is Jurio debut. Yeah. He's is a 29-year-old yep, from it? Tokyo. Yes. He's the, uh, he looks like a real sumo guy as well, like the, the Maru in his name, that mm. circle, like Chiamaru. Um, he's almost... Even more so Mr. Sumo than uh, Chiamaru. He's Mr. Sumo too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple of names we won't be seeing in Jurio this time. Koryusho, he went 4-11 at Jurio 14, exiting in spectacular fashion. <laughs> and Hakuyozan, yeah. 4-11. Yeah. I thought we'd be seeing bigger things from him this year. I reckon he's still injured. I yeah. reckon his knees are you still shot. Right. He's up the top of uh, Makushta, so... Maybe he'll be able to pull something off from there, but I wouldn't cross my fingers, I reckon. Well, that's it. That's our Bun Zuke episode done. Yeah. So we have two weeks, well, 13 days until the Basho kicks off. We will be joining you again in 12 days' time, mm-hmm. Saturday week for our pre-Basho episode. We'll be opening up the dark web and finding some <laughs> sumo karaoke for yes. you. And giving you a preview of the upcoming Basho. Thank you so much for joining us today on Sumo Mainichi. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye.